Tosei Garza. And tonight, my guest is my best man, my homie, my mother from another mother. He is Jesse, a.k.a. Darkness Mendez. What up, brother? What's up, man? Good to see you. Good to see you. How you been up to? How I've been up to? I've been up to How? good. How I've been up to? Uh, pretty good, man. Um, my wife's a little sick, you know that, but uh, we're in good spirits. We have we're surrounded by a great community, um, and work has been picking up. So you know we're blessed, and that's all I can say. Yeah, definitely, man. Of course, if y'all know any, if y'all know Jesse personally, which I think most of y'all do, if you follow me, um, keep him and his family in prayer. His wife, everybody, just you know. That's all we. That's all we want to say for that. <laughs> um, so Jesse, I wanted to bring you on here because you are. How do I say this? Nice. Dark. No, I mean that's that's your nickname, but you are very. I guess how would you describe yourself when it comes to the matter? So when it comes to politics, you are in, and I mean in as far as defending shit that you truly believe in. Not whether it's far right, not whether it's far left. It's shit that you truly believe it and you calculate as being factual and honest. Do you agree? Facts. I think one <laughs> thing that people getting into politics or debates or whatever the topic is, um, I think they kind of forget to try to understand the other person. And they're, what they're trying to do is just respond. So they're so quick to respond but not understand, you know? Um, yep. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> um, That's good. So in this case, since we are a sports talk, you know, video podcast, whatever you want to call it, you know, politics that has been mixing with sports the last couple of years. May, people can say as far as 2016 with the Colin Kaepernick stuff, mm -hmm. people can say further back, right? Oh, yeah. I think uh, the, the Olympics, I forgot what year it was, but it was a long time ago. It was in black no, and white. Uh, yeah. They did a protest. Yeah, there's this history has gone beyond as far as the level of racism and the battle against it. So I guess the reason I brought you on is because I wanted to hear your opinion. So recently, um, a soccer player or football player, as most people want to uh, address him as, Zaltan. Um, I'm Z not going to try. Zoltan. Zoltan. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to try to butcher that last name. Uh, so <laughs> if you if you know who the fuck I'm talking about, cool. If you if you don't. Google it. But anyways. Just type in a bunch of random letters and you'll, you'll find them. <laughs> so he recently had an interview where he was critical of LeBron James. LeBron James, you know, forward for the Los Angeles Lakers, you know, been a big activist for, you know, social injustice, community, stuff like that. Zaltan, and I'll read you the quote he said right now. He's a phenomenal at what he does. But I don't like when people have some kind of status. They go and do politics at the same time. Do what you're good at. Do the category you do. I play football because I'm the best at playing football. I don't do politics. If I would be a political politician, I would do politics. So basically, he's telling LeBron, you know, don't, don't, don't involve yourself with that. That's not your business. You're a basketball player. You're fantastic at what you do. Do that. What is your, your your thoughts on that? Well, first, I don't think he was literally saying that he shouldn't have a voice in, like, big things. Like, you know what I mean? Like the Black Lives Matter movement or just uh, racism in general. Um, I think he was talking about his platform, like, doing it at sports events. Um, he, Because LeBron James is – he's very passionate, and that's one thing I noticed. Uh, he's a passionate man. He, um, he I know he uh, has a LeBron James Foundation. I know he donates uh, a lot of money and a lot of time to uh, third graders because I think he had uh, done some research and uh, statistically um, starting at third grade, if the kid starts uh, failing and um, I guess not being involved in school, you know what I mean? I was that kid. Uh, they're most likely not to graduate. So I applaud him for that. That's that's one thing that's really good. And he's, he's a very caring person. And to be clear, LeBron James does have his own school, the I Promise School. Yes, um, yes. Free tuition, allow students to go there, you know. Mm -hmm. ama amazing, amazing activist, you know, like he does exactly. great work. Um, but so, I, I, so go on. I was just going to say um, one thing 
that about passionate people is you can tell how someone's passionate by by their emotions, you know what I mean, by their actions. Um, him being a passionate about third graders and knowing that it, there's a potential potentiality, I think that's a word, um, that them failing, you know what I mean, and not passing. So he took action on that. Right. With other matters, um, I, I don't typically agree with him on a lot of the uh, racism aspect because I think he tends to generalize it a lot more. Um, and it's uh, harder. Cl clarify that for, for anybody who's watching this. Clarify what you mean by that. Um, so a lot of time, um, and it's, it's a lot of people, it's not just athletes, it's, it's a lot of people in general when they get into the debate or the topic of racism is they generalize a lot where um, they'll say all white people are racist or all cops are bad. All cops are looking at or looking to to get uh, the black people in jail. Like it's it's a general aspect when you're taking anecdotal evidence and just I don't know if you know what anecdotal means. It's uh, taking personal specific situations that happen to you that doesn't revolve around facts, doesn't revolve around research, but it's a, a specific situation, a personal situation that happened. So using anecdotal evidence doesn't really help uh, statistics because that's kind of what you're avoiding. You're avoiding the statistics. You're not really doing the research. You're just using your personal experiences to generalize a situation. Can we say that for a fact though? Can we be honest? Like we could say that we believe that or, you know, but. I mean, LeBron's not stupid, right? Like, he's he's done his work as far as being, like I said, an activist. Like, being, you know, trying to portray, uh, use his platform, as we said, like, to really, like, let people know, like, hey, this is what we feel is really going on. Like, like me and you are Hispanics. We can only say what we can feel as people who have, like, been from, you know, racism with or prejudice with, you know, Mexicans or mm -hmm. shit like that. Our parents cousins, shit like that, you know. Mm -hmm. But can we really say that, you know, LeBron doesn't know just because we think we don't know that he does or just because, you know. Well, what he's saying isn't really lining up with statistical evidence. You know what I mean? The stats that are provided by, you can go to the FBI, look at where, whatever. Well, I always recommend doing your own research, not just looking up something on YouTube. But, um, mm -hmm. but one thing that, especially the topic of like the politics and using your platform, in sports is so many people are passionate about things, but they're not really moving to inspire people. You know what I mean? When LeBron James started that school or when he donates and he helps those third graders, that's inspiring. When he's uh, using his platform to talk about racism and does nothing about it, it loses all merit. Because when, when was the last time you he wanted to sit down with police officers, have a conversation with them? Because I know that's a big, that's a big thing for his platform that he talks about. Um, when's the last time that he did that or wanted to, you know what I mean? I, could, I couldn't say that him specifically has done it, but I know other athletes have done that. I know other oh, athletes yes, have. Yeah. And, so like, and I don't I, mean I, to generalize all athletes. I'm just specifically talking about LeBron James. You can tell someone's passionate about something by their actions is, is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? So you, want, you, you don't feel LeBron is being as, um, real as far as when it comes to these issues. Um, maybe in some, I mean, I feel like a lot of it is a performance. I'm not going to say everything is a performance, but, um, he did an interview and he had the Malcolm X book. And when the, when the interviewer asked him about the book, like how, what is he thinks, what are his best parts? And he said that he's a couple of days into it. Um, and he kind of talked a little bit about it, but he said he finished the book and didn't really give any points on the book. He just talked about racism. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like him holding the book was, was supposed to be a statement, but not being able to comment on the book made it more of a performance. Got you. Okay. I understand what you're and, saying. And like, and I'm not saying like he's all fake. I'm not saying that he's a bad person. Just, you know what I mean? Sometimes I think it's just a performance. And So do you think, like with Zatan's um, statement, do you think athletes shouldn't be using their platform like when it comes to like post-game or pre-game interviews to talk about stuff that they feel really is important? Like whether it's the George Floyd issue or Breonna Taylor or anything that's happened in the last, well, fucking, you know, 50 years or so. Like, because, you know, ra racism has been around forever. Like, mm -hmm. let's be let's be honest. Yep. But like, 
But do you feel like that needs to stay out? So in, in my personal opinion, this isn't based on facts. It's just my opinion. Um, I kind of think uh, it should be treated like church and state, you know, how it's separated. I think politics should be separated from sports. Sports is supposed to be something that unites us, you know what I mean, uh, against um, one evil, the referees. <laughs> the referees. Shut yeah. Shut but, uh, but, yeah, man, um, I've noticed, like, with sports, when they start getting more political, um, allowing players to be more political, there's much more controversy. There's much more division. And I don't think it's been this kind of divided in sports specifically in, in a long time. You know what I mean? I think I feel like it's getting worse. And, It'll be getting to a point and you'll start seeing um, viewers dropping just because of it. And I'm not saying that these athletes, uh, these uh, like specifically using their sports platforms is good because if they want to, you know, you know what I mean? All, like all power to it. Uh, I'm just stating my opinion on it. But we can't pretend that these guys don't already have big platforms outside of sports. They, I'm sure LeBron James can make one tweet and it'll go viral tomorrow. It'll probably go viral tonight. But Jesse, what's, isn't a great chance and when you already have reporters and um, just me, all media just right there in front of you, microphones, isn't that just your best opportunity to just go ahead and take your chance with what you believe in? Like you we, really, like, you really believe Le LeBron James can't make uh, a call to any news station tomorrow morning and then them be there? I'm not like, saying he can't. No, no, right, I, I, right. But I'm saying like. He, he can be taking all his other time that he can to be doing volunteer work or stuff like that, right? Like, we don't know. We're not we're not in these athletes, you know, bodies, you know, 24-7. Clearly, they have practice. Clearly, they have other stuff. Clearly, they're, you know, they have, they, they have other stuff going on. And they can have mm -hmm. their own people working on their foundations to make things go along. Because, you know, sport, these sports athletes, like basketball, you know, they're playing 82 games most of the time. Not this year, of course, mm -hmm. because of the whole Rona thing. But most of the time, they're playing 82 uh, games a year. They're gone from their family seven months out of, of the year. Like, why not when you're not actually taking the time to practice, rest, or nutritionize, when you have the chance to have a reporter in front of you talk about the, the issues? Mm -hmm. So um, in any of your jobs that you ever had, and I'm reflecting too, have, mm -hmm. has your employer ever been supportive of you being passionate about your beliefs Oh hell! Oh hell no! I remember when I was the the, the director for our retreat a few years ago, and they wouldn't let me go to freaking be the director and go go try to you know lead our group the best I could. No, so, I got you. No, no, no. Yeah, I've I've so, been held back from religious beliefs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's 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 hard. You know what I mean? Especially because it's not like there's no reason that they there's no good reason they have because it brings controversy it brings division when talking about it and i believe i've always had like this belief that anything is possible with the right approach i just feel like a lot of people take the wrong approach to things and it causes division because there's a right way to talk about racism there's a right way like for you and me to talk right now about this kind of topic no one's getting mad no one's yelling like but mm. it's this kind of conversation that needs to happen not the conversation where it's a shouting match you know what i mean then yeah. you start making fun of me i'll make fun of you and i mean we already do that but <laughs> But okay, so I, I understand what you're saying, but what's the best way to say it? We we can't be living comfortably, can we? Like we're like me and you can say we're comfortable. Like mm -hmm. I, I have I yeah, like I haven't dealt with much as far as actual you know racism or you know any prejudice on my end. I I can't say that right unless like unless you know far back and I closed it and I don't remember it, right? Mm -hmm. I, me and you get knocked a lot for our religious belief. Mm -hmm. Like that we have to go through almost on a daily basis. Um, whether it's because we're Catholic and we're not non-denominational Christians or we're not, you know, worshiping Allah and, and no knock on anybody that, you know, believes in what they believe in, right? To each like, their own. Yeah, exactly. Just, but, but we find ourselves sometimes in... Facebook, you know, wars or, you know, matches with other people just because of the slightest disagreement. Yep. But with LeBron James or with any of the athletes like Kyrie or NFL players, even NHL, MLS, whatever, right? Whatever you are. And you have a platform. And, you ha and you're talking about something that does make people uncomfortable. Whether or not you lose viewers, 
Does the viewership matter when you're trying to get a point across and make the world a better place? So I would agree with you if he didn't just speak on one topic, but like uh, like all of it. Like there's there's I think maybe three main points or, or two I can think of right now is the police brutality, which is a big one. Mm -hmm. um, in in each situation, we can evaluate it. We can look at the evidence and we can determine who was in the wrong. You know what I mean? And if it's a police officer, I'll be right with him. Like either the he needs to queue, like I'll be hopeful if they get fired and get uh, sent to jail mm -hmm. and vice versa. If it's the other guy, you know what I mean? But that's the only thing that's being talked about. The other thing that's not talked about and that's just as important is accountability. Like you don't see LeBron James talking to the black community about accountability. You know what I mean? And that's important. Like as a brother, like for me and you, for our relationship to, to continue, like we have to be accountable for each other. If I'm doing something wrong, you're going to call me out. You call me out on my shit my whole life. You know what I mean? And vice versa. Like that's, yeah. that's how, you know, we're there for each other. Not because we sugarcoat things, not because if you're doing something wrong, I'm going to blame the other person. But when you're doing something wrong, I'm going to call you out because, you know, out of love, there's no accountability and there's no one's talking about it. Everyone's talking about everything else. It's easy to point fingers. It's much harder to talk like about yourself or what's happening at home. No, I understand. I understand that. But in, in the end, right? Like mm -hmm. we can, like I said, we can speak for our Hispanic heritage, for Mexican family, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. We can't speak for Black people, right? Like at the end of the day, right? Like we can't. We can never actually speak for them. True. Like we're like. Like we can honestly say we have to listen, and then if you know, we could talk, we could have a conversation, but not like argue or like you know banter and just throw hands. I mean, we can throw hands if you want, but that's not exactly <laughs> what the idea is to be, right? Yeah. Like, unless unless my mom is hiding shit, or you know, my grandparents ever told me shit, I can't say that like my ancestors were taken out of their houses and then thrown into, you know, a you know, during the Holocaust and all that shit. Mm -hmm. um, I can't say my ancestors were beaten and, and raped. And I'm sorry if this gets real for anybody who's watching this, but this is this is real life. Like, this is what we're here talking about. Like, I'm not, we can't say that we, you know, we were well, thrown, that, that, our just, ancestors were thrown on boats and then, yeah. you know, sold for slavery and shit like that. that that's actually happening now in Mexico. Just yeah. FYI, it's, so that's it's, it's happening in a lot of places. China too. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, not um, yeah, not just one place, but it's yeah. happening today. Yeah, two two Hispanics, two Mexicans, but um, but we, we can look at that. We can look at that evidence, and if we want to talk about the past, we can get into the past. And and I don't think there's one person that doesn't know that the the U.S. has a history with racism. History. There's no laws today that is going to be like against any type of race. So if right, so if LeBron or any black athlete or any athlete in general, like you know, that that supports uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that, like I, I mean, I don't, I personally don't feel like I have, any, I don't see anything wrong with them talking about it in their post interviews. If mm -hmm. if that's what they want to talk about, because they're they're getting paid to do media, but mm -hmm. they can refuse to answer the questions, like yeah, and then bring up the topics that they feel like is important. Which is like, that's fine, right? Like that's that's your time, and it's and it's not the players' money getting affected exactly when it comes to viewership. Like, yes, viewership is very important, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, like, let's be honest, how many of these viewers that say I'm no longer gonna watch sports because they're getting too political? I how think seventeen percent. Seventeen percent. They did. They did um, like a survey, and seventeen percent of people. But is that much compared to like? Well, compared to all of them, it'd be a lot to us because of our viewers or like people seeing my banner, your podcast. But in yeah. in the scheme of things, I don't think it's gonna be that big. But but yeah. But I just think in the long run, like I think where Zaltan is wrong, and and here's why I think he's wrong is because he's used his own platform to talk about racism, mm -hmm. about how. You know, he he didn't like it being used against him because he has a Muslim last name because of his father. Yeah, he was in London, right? Or he was in Europe? Yeah, he, he was, was talking playing, about that. He was playing uh, Europe uh, soccer. He was playing about, uh, because of uh, the Swedish team. If he had he had his uh, mm -hmm. Croatian mom's last name and, mm -hmm. and a more Swedish name that he would have, you know, 
they would have taken care of him, but because he had a Muslim name, they treated him differently. This they was in a post conference. Like this a, is like in 20, 2018, like he was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And but was it but was it like like his sports platform that he was talking about it? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to get all the info. I, I can't exactly remember if it was like during like one of like pre or post interviews mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But he it was it was talking about it when it comes to the national team and stuff like that. Um, but again, still like that's that's a media time, right? Like yeah. even like let's say nobody actually asked him about it and he just brought it up. I mean, that's essentially what you know. That's still his time. Yeah, that's his time, right? Like, yeah. like Jesse, let's let's say for example, right? We're at we're back at SAC, San Antonio College. <laughs> Stomping grounds. And we're jamming out to some Christian music from good old times. Mm-hmm. And then some guy from the Methodist Center comes over over and talks to us about how we shouldn't be believing in saints mm-hmm. and shit like that, right? Are we gonna are we gonna defend ourselves at any time, any given day about our faith, or are we gonna even if it's not there, right? Anywhere else, like fuck it. If we were getting married, fuck it, right? Anything like that. Are we gonna defend ourselves and our and what we believe in and all that stuff right then and there, or are we just gonna push it on for another day and save it for when it's a more easier time? Well, no, honestly, I'd probably ask him to have a sit down and have a conversation. If he doesn't want to, that's on him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but but I try to have a conversation with him then and there. I've had actually conversations with people about this right. same topic. And when they're willing to, to talk about it, they normally start changing how they view Catholicism. All right, and honestly, cool. and that's like when it comes to like faith and stuff like that. Like we're just mm-hmm. we're me and me and you and most of the people I would say we talk to. I don't know, I don't know, not all of course, because you know some some people go hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we want to conversate. We don't need a shoddy match. We we need to have like we want to have because at the end of the day, like. I'm not looking to be like a dick to you or disrespectful or anything exactly. like that. It's not productive. Yeah, it doesn't help. Like if I make you like angry and hate me and want to slam doors on your way out, that's what who won? No one no one won. There's no accomplishment. I'd rather we both win, we both shake hands afterwards and we respect mm-hmm. each other. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we'll be me and you will see different things. Like I'll think like it's okay for these athletes to use their platforms to talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. If Zaltan, who Muhammad Ali, fam- who famously was a big activist himself for social injustice and other shit like that, mm-hmm. you know, that was his idol. I think Zaltan should understand and not worry too much about what LeBron's doing. Let LeBron and, and the other athletes do what they, they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, and in the end of the day, right, like everyone's going to vote for political-wise who they're yeah. going to vote for. Mm-hmm. Like that's not. I don't think for the most part that changes, but it's okay to have a conversation. It is shouting, yeah. shouting matches don't don't help. Exactly. Yeah. Now, where I agree with you with one thing, LeBron can be a hypocrite, and the reason I say that is because while LeBron had a rebuttal where he was stating that he was a very educated man, where he yeah. said he brought up Zaltan's um, past racism issues with like you know Sweden or other people like that because of his Muslim name and he knew his stuff. LeBron was very hush hush when it came to an issue what was it about a year ago or so where Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey at the time he was he was general manager for them he criticized a hunk he was criticizing China for their views and you know the the Hong, the Hong Kong protests, right? Mm-hmm. He, he was for democracy in, in China, which, of course, if you know China, guys, they're um, dictatorship. They don't believe in democracy. They, they, if, if they want you to be their bitch, you will be their bitch, and that's Facts. pretty much the laws over there mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Daryl Morey supported the protesters. NBA has a pretty much a long-standing contract with China like for to show games over there, and China's like what? The number one income in the world, right? Like everything is made in China. You know, our tables, our chairs, our socks, everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when it came to the issue, right? Like when people should have Daryl Morey's back, or if not, right? Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, had his back, right? But LeBron James didn't. 
he called Daryl Morey uneducated. He should have done his homework and shit like that. When we know that there's like their own Holocaust and their own kind of shit going on in China, that's a big red flag on LeBron James for a man who is very protective of, I guess in his, his words, domestic social injustice. Like, so I guess my question is, is it hypocritical, very hypocritical? I mean, I guess we already answered that one, right? I guess what's your view on it? What's your view on that? So there's no lie. Like, I'm pretty sure like 100% that every single person on this earth has been a hypocrite at one point or another or most of their life. You know what I mean? It sucks for celebrities, athletes, because whenever their hypocrisy shows, it's much more in the light than other people, which causes them to lose merit in what thing in the things they're passionate about. And that's the, one of the things I brought up, just him not being, not showing a lot of action to the, uh, things he's talking about, you know what I mean? Like the racism, like police brutality. He's not make he's not making a lot of moves in that direction. He's just talking about it, and it's okay to just talk about it. But that's the thing: you're just talking about it. If you want to be an activist for it, then you gotta actually do something. And uh, about the whole hypocrisy thing, like everyone's a hypocrite. I I'm not too uh, fixated on it. I mean, it, it happens. You know what I mean? But, but I, isn't, what it, I, what isn't I want, it crazy? Like, huh? isn't it crazy? Like because uh, as you can see on the banner below, like Nike is based off China, you know, though, you know, per the theory, right? Cause I can't say by facts cause I haven't seen it with my own eyes. Right. Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, slaves are making the shoes, right? That, like, that's the rumor. That's yeah. the thing that's going it's on been a rumor for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So like, like how, like how bad, like, could it look, I mean, for, LeBron James, Colin Kaepernick, all these Nike stars, and I have a Nike jersey on. Like, <laughs> I'm not sponsored by them. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> True. How, how bad does it look like for them to just, you know, they know those things, and, and I guess until we actually know the true facts, right? Because we're not CIA or anything like that. Like, how like how does it look? It looks pretty bad. I mean, again, like you're right. I haven't seen a lot of like evidence there's a lot of rumors but if it's true and i don't want to say it is without having the actual evidence and without doing the research but if it's true it's going to be very bad like and again like it just feeds into what i was talking about it's all it's just a big performance and what i generally want is for lebron to prove me wrong you know what i mean like yeah i know he's a good man i know he's passionate but like i i want to see more from him he's passionate about like the racism topic or the, about police brew police brutality like mm -hmm. i want him to show me more by like doing something going to talking to people you know what i mean not just be like well all like cops are pigs and all that like a lot of people say that it's like the big thing that generalizes all police officers which i don't believe in you know what i mean just i just want people to take more action than just being someone who talks about a topic when you hear you know and i know we're using lebron james as the big one because he's the big the biggest star right yep but when you hear these athletes talk about police brutality and they hate all cops and you see Colin Kaepernick with like pig cops socks, socks on yeah. and, uh, and stuff like that, like, does it hurt the message? Because I, like, I have a, like, I have a good friend, right? Like he, he's very, he, he's black, you know, he's, he's very like, you know, passionate about what he believes in and like mm -hmm. all the stuff, like how he hates racism and all like that. And he says it like when I'm talking, like when he when he's like oh, when I'm cussing out cops, I'm talking about the bad cops, you know, the racist ones, the bad ones that get away with it and shit like that. Like, see, see and, as, you know, go ahead. So I'm gonna pause you right there, but um, but these who who deems these cops bad? Is it that person? You know what I mean? Are they allowed to deem this cop? bad and they get a trash talk him because there's and a lot of the times what happens is uh, you see these videos get posted and you'll see like maybe 20 seconds of the video and showing like a portion of what's happening and everyone blames the cop automatically and, and it's funny you see like everyone from the left blame the cop everyone from the right blame like the black person or whoever's being arrested and there's no um 
You know what I mean? There's no no one's There's waiting no to see There's exactly no exactly. We gotta ha we gotta be transparent. You know what I mean? We gotta wait for the evidence to come out. And even when the evidence comes out, I've seen people still trash talk both sides when the other person's wrong. You know what I mean? And and a lot of people have this. A lot of people have a bias. But I think it's important to be transparent. It's important to, in specific situations, wait for all the evidence. You know what I mean? Instead of jumping the gun, because essentially what you're going to be doing is trash talking this guy, or like, if it's an officer, you're going to be trash talking this guy, or if it's if it's a colored person and he's just an innocent man, they're trash talking him. You know what I mean? They can be ruining his life because one, they'll make him trend, and a lot of people are going to be talking bad about him. You know what I mean? But you it, could understand why people would be angry at even a small clip, right? Like just no, no, no. It, like whenever I mean, there's injustice, it's it's if your response isn't to be upset, then there's something wrong with you, right. and and that's it. But it's okay to be upset, but it's also okay to wait, be patient. You know what I mean? Because if you're just angry and you see like uh, with the Black Lives Matter protests where they're looting, you know what I mean? That's that's not okay. There's a right response. Angry is a right response to when like when there's situations of police brutality and and let's state that we don't believe all black lives matter people the ones that believe in it mm -hmm. are there to loot or anything like that no no 100%. We, we, just to clarify i i didn't want people to jump on you on that i i want i want people to understand like because me and jesse have had conversations for a long time about this stuff there's a reason why i brought him on here um we understand that people take advantage of people's griefs or like their their ways, like like I said, mm -hmm. my like I'm, the friend I'm talking about, like he went to the Black Lives Matter protest. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the protest here in San Antonio. Yeah, but he didn't stick around for the looting. That's not the shit he was there for. Like, yeah, and and I mm -hmm. applaud those people because it's so much. It's it's very hard to be in a situation where you're about this movement and then shit's going sideways and you you step away. You know what I mean? You you can you can be there. In the craziness, because it's it's almost um, attractive when things are going crazy and you want to break shit too. Especially if you're angry at a situation, it's easy to fall into that. But to be the bigger man or big, a bigger person, like if you're a strong woman and walk away, like that's that's empowering, and that's yeah. the kind of inspiration that we need to see instead of like the media only showing like one side where they see like just people looting. You know what I mean? They don't see the people walking away. And those are the important people we need to highlight. Yeah, and that's a and that's a shitty part because they they know that they're talking about the people that were at, at the Black Lives Matter you know movement you mm. know to protest against police brutality or you know against racism. And at the end, the, the thing is like, well, these same these same protesters ended up destroying things, killing, beating uh, you know I mean, the store owners and all it's this the stuff same like that. Situation at that Trump rally, you know what I mean? There's good protesters there and people who intended to do harm or like break shit, you know what I mean? And the people who walked away, that wasn't highlighted, you know what I mean? It, yeah. The highlight was on everyone trashing shit. And those, those are scum, you know what I mean? But yeah. the people who walked away, even though like that was a group and you know what I mean? They were like hyped in that situation. They had, they were strong enough to walk away. That's inspiring and that's the type of people we need to be looking at, not just the shit going crazy, you know? Jesse, what would what would you say is your political sense? Like, would you say you're a Republican, Democratic, or a butterfly? I, I lean more conservative, um, just uh, my personal beliefs. But when someone does something wrong, like I'm, I'm there to call it out. When Trump did something wrong, I called that shit out. And he's not by far the best president, but I don't think he's the worst. Um, but Biden, I, I personally didn't vote for Biden. Um, I didn't like a lot of his stances and a lot of things he said and done uh but i am hoping he proves me wrong I, i'm not gonna hope for a president to to fail because voting for someone to fail is like voting or hoping you get in a car accident while driving you know what i mean you're, you're not getting a tattoo across your chest that says he's not my president <laughs> nope i'm not gonna be rocking <laughs> that hashtag uh um so we live in a world now that cancel culture is a bitch. Cancer culture is a very, a very terrible plague. Like, I understand, like, if you're angry and upset, but we can't just cancel everything just because it makes us uncomfortable. I agree sometimes when things need to be canceled, and I agree sometimes when it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I didn't tell you about this one, but how did you feel about Gina Carano getting fired from The Mandalorian? 
honestly, I thought it was a bunch of bullshit. Um, because you saw a bunch of, and I, you saw it specifically from the Democratic side, and one person that comes to mind is AOC. Uh, mm-hmm. She she made the exact comparison to um, like the kids in cages, as she said, mm-hmm. which is funny because now they don't use that term. Now that's something else. It's uh, overflow facilities. But uh, anyways, uh, she made the same comparison about the Holocaust. You know what I mean? And they applauded her. And that's okay. Like, that's her opinion. I disagreed with it. And Gina made a comparison like that. And I, she was shut clar- on. I had to clarify for the people who didn't read her tweets or Instagram posts, whatever it was. She was talking about how her neighbor, how the neighbors betrayed the Jews. How if you were in Germany or a different country, wherever you were, right? Like your neighbors betrayed you, betrayed the Jews and sold them out. Mm-hmm. And that's what got them, you know, raided and captured and, throw, and thrown yeah. into, into um, you know, the wor- all that horrible shit. Yeah. Horrible shit. Um, and, 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 and that's all she meant by it. She didn't mean any more. But if you ask, you know, whether it's like left, democratic, um, and I can understand why even Jews would be upset. Like this, this is the part. Like the, I can understand why the Jews are upset because no matter what, that shit always lives on them. Like there are there are people that survived it and still have those type, those. The, you know their numbers, like the, you know what they were, what they were labeled as over there, the scars, those those things that will never go away, and they and they teach those to their children and their grandchildren, etc. And I understand, I understand the pain, but I th- I think I don't think Gina was trying to come out out of malice. Her, she yeah, said her, she didn't have any like malice intention. She wasn't trying to hurt anybody. She wasn't trying to like hurt like a race or anything like that you know call out jews she she was trying to make a point across and whether you believe it was a bad way of making a point or a good way um her intentions were clear but when you see a lot of other people use like that kind of situation with the jews to make a political point no one better than i towards it you know and what's amazing to me is she is a conservative and how quick did she get fired so uh, the year two, and from that, I think it was, yeah, it was just a few days afterwards uh, from that issue because I know she's had different issues before where she was. Oh, oh, tweeting, also tweeting. it wasn't the only tweet. No, no, the, she was tweeting a lot of other stuff, like, and 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 it pegged people the wrong way. It wasn't just that. Yeah, that kind of led to it to, yeah. to the firing, but there was a lot building up from it for months of her talking like she thought the vote the voting was rigged. She was calling for reelections or. How people were fake and other stuff like that. She was going a lot of what people deem as far right views. Well, she didn't specifically say that the that the election was rigged. What she did say was that there was voter fraud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's evidence to show that that's what it is. And she, I think she she had a interview with Ben Shapiro, and she talked a little bit about it. And she said that she wouldn't say something that what that there was no evidence to back up. So and she clarified that she wasn't saying that the election was rigged. She specifically said that, and she said that it, what I was talking about was um, vo- voter fraud, which there is evidence of. Yeah, I think it's just disappointing in a way because that she was fired. I, I feel like I understand like not we can, we're not always gonna agree. Yeah, I'm not always gonna agree with my friends on certain things. They're not always gonna agree with me, and that's okay. At the end of the day, I'm still gonna give you a hug and tell you I love you. If you don't want it, that's cool. That's your business. But I'm not the one that's going to, like, I'm not going to bring on the hate. I'm not going to accept yeah. the hate. Um, but what's amazing to me is she got fired. What? Well, quick. I think from, yeah, let's it was very quick. quick. Let's, just, let's just say quick. But how long did it take that chick from Aquaman 2 to get fired? Bro, too long. Too, too long. long. Uh, Amber Heard. He's the, Amber, Heard. Amber, Amber Heard. That's right. Amber Heard. I guess I guess the reason, and if you're wondering, like, why the hell I brought up Gina Carano is she used to be an MMA champion in mm-hmm. the uh, not Squirrels or uh, Strike Force. So used to, she used to compete. So she's she's a badass. She, she's on topic. She's on topic for this. Yeah, there's, yeah, she's not fucking muscled out in the damn you know roles she's been on like Mandalorian yeah. or or X Men or I mean Deadpool, um, shit like that. Like she's a fighter. Like you know, 
Yeah. Um, it's yeah. I was upset because I think she had a great character and she actually played the part very well. Yeah. Um, it's sad to see her go from that role, but I know uh, she's gonna. I think there's in talks with the. She talked with Ben Shapiro. She's gonna. The Daily Wire is gonna pick her up. She's gonna. I think help produce and star in a movie that they're gonna make. Yeah. Which is very cool. I just don't think in, in the sense like we gave someone like James Gunn. Um, if y'all know who that is, that's the director of the Galaxy of the Guardians, uh, who was, you know, accused of, of, you know, scandalous things himself. And he got fired um, from his role as director. So they weren't going to bring it back for Guardians 3. He got hired for Suicide Squad 2. And the whole cast fought for him to come back, even though what he had said, even though those years passed was scandalous and and they they all fought to get him back and they did but it's crazy that you know for something like what he did um and i'm sorry guys i don't have the top of my head if it was whether it was sex or race um because it was one of the two but like they brought him back but jerry carano is not giving time to talk and i know pedro pascal the mandalorian himself like he he tried to talk to her like hey can, like relax like because this is like you, you know, he's a star. He's he's got the inside of like what they're talking about. Like mm-hmm. they, they might fire her and stuff like that. So I know he tried to talk to her, like you know, relax. Like, but you know, sometimes you just want to fight for what you believe in. You know, LeBron does it. I respect it. Mm-hmm. Gina Carano does it. I respect it. Um, Donald Trump, I don't respect it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely uh, has a way with people. Uh, he's a big old troll. Oh man. Um, and like I said, good luck to Biden. Um, if you voted for yeah. him or you didn't, wish him luck because mm-hmm. it's our still it's still our country, guys. We need our leaders to be at their best, and we don't want to wish the worst of them. Um, so it's it's silly to root for someone to fail, you know what I mean? Especially a president, right? Like, oh yeah, he's gonna suck. I'm like, well, yeah, I didn't agree with it for people doing it to Trump. I don't agree with it people doing it to Biden. No, no, absolutely not. Like. And at the same time, too, I, I tell people, and I said this because uh, I didn't vote Trump in, right? But I didn't vote for for that, or you know, vote for Hillary in twenty sixteen. Um, I said, if you didn't vote, shut up. You actually yeah, had to shut up because you didn't do anything at the time. Mm-hmm. Like when, if it, even if it was like my wife, like if she said something like she was unhappy with, I'm like, babe, me, me and you didn't vote. We have nothing to say. That's mm-hmm. that's not our spot. We want to make a difference. We do it next election. Exactly. We voted because you, so. you don't want to be a person that just talks. You want to, you know, put those passions into action. Yeah. So, like, it is what it is. Jesse, you got any other final thoughts before we move on, or you know, to end our night? Um, the only other person I can think of that was a, a topic I think we we touched on, which were her socks, but uh, we forgot to mention that about him kneeling, Colin Kaepernick. So what is your take on Ealing? So I think it goes back to like the whole job thing. I don't think it's appropriate to do it like on the job. Oh, if it's allowed, then it's allowed. Like, I'll, you know, I'll power to him. But I mean, people shit on Tim Tebow. I think it was for doing the sign of the cross. Like if it's either both of it's good and allowed or both of it's bad. You know what I mean? There's no. So, so isn't that on the NFL? Yes. Because 100%. the N- So not, but what do you put any blame on Colin Kaepernick? Um, the because, only... because the rule is there is no rule when it comes to the national anthem. But mm-hmm. the rule is you can't do anything of religious beliefs when you do a touchdown celebration or shit like that. It's one mm-hmm. of like it's one of the stupidest things like that that team like he couldn't wear John 316 like on the underneath his eyes mm-hmm. because of, of religious belief views and stuff like that. Yeah. Um so your answer. Again, like there's no transparency. There, I feel like there's they're treating it different. You know what I mean? And we're talking about two people's beliefs. Either both of them are okay, or none of it's okay. And I think that hypocrisy is what I I really dislike about the NFL and something that they should address. You know what I mean? Like one one thing that I'm real big on is trying to be fair. And you ask my wife, like she hates it because I just want to be fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't, if there is something's unequal, I want to try to my best to make it equal in the best approach that I know. But, um, but this is something that, um, I feel like needs to be addressed and it is, it, it, I don't think they have uh, so commented on it. They, they, they tried to make a rule where they said you can't, you know, 
kneel or sit down during the national anthem. They got a lot of backlash, and then they like they were reversed it a week later. Um, this was during like an off season. Yeah. Um, they should if they if they reverse that, and that's okay if he wants to kneel. But then it's all should be okay if they want he wants to do the center cross on the field. You know what I mean? Right during the game doesn't like yeah. doesn't matter. Um, as a Catholic, because we have a lot of people we know that are. Um, very heavy on they don't believe you should be kneeling because that should be reserved for Jesus. Your thoughts on that? Well, I would have to say, what are the intentions? If the intention is to give it up to, to the cross, give it up to Jesus, then you know what I mean? Then more power to him. But again, like people are so quick to respond and not understand like what's going on. And I think that's like the main main topic really for tonight. But it's just a problem that people have, whether you're religious or not. You, I think and Jesus teaches that you need to be patient. You know what I mean? You need to sit and wait. Um, but people are just so passionate about things and need to talk about it. So do you, but do you have, so you have a problem with them kneeling because they're against racism, against police brutality and stuff like that. I have no problem with them at all. Um, okay. I do believe that there is a place and time for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, because they were, they didn't allow Tim Tebow. I, I just believe that they shouldn't allow anyone else. But if they want to allow Colin Kaepernick to kneel, that's fine. But they should allow, you know what I mean? They should make so it equal so your on overall, all sides. So your overall view is that you're okay with it, but be, make it fit for everybody. Like exactly. Tim Tebow, like any anyone else Christ, who Christian yeah. or worship their, their beliefs. Or, e- or even not Christian, you know what I mean? Just for all people. Yeah. Like, And that's an imbalance that I see. And I feel like people are starting to notice. Oh uh, yeah. Another thing I personally have with uh, Colin Kaepernick is he said a, a couple of things that I very much disagree with. I think he mentioned that the United States of America and its flag oppress black people and colored people. I, I don't see evidence of that. I mean, I don't feel oppressed. You know what I mean? I, I I know I know he's talking about specific situations, but he's someone who generalizes everything and the whole sock thing. Like like if. I know he commented on the socks. I think it was like a month after or something like that um, because people kept bringing it up. And uh, he said that it was to target the bad cops. But like, that's, you know what I mean? He couldn't, that can just be for show or he generally believes that. But like the problem is generalizing and then a lot of people get upset because they don't know what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I I have my own issues with Colin Kaepernick. Like, I, I feel like... I, I mean, I think I, I think he does like truly care about trying to end racism against mm-hmm. police brutality, but I feel like sometimes the way he just comes out, whether it's yeah. on interviews and stuff like that, it's just arrogance behind it, and just like he, like he says that he wants to play football, and then there's no real like nobody believes him because he's fucking his own ways. Uh, to get back into the league at the time that he, you know, could, you know, he's 33 mm-hmm. now, hasn't played in four or five years um, or longer, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, Colin Kaepernick is. I like again. I have no issue if you kneel. Mm-hmm. I have no issue whatsoever. I, I of course will not have issue if Tim Tebow kneels and he's mm-hmm. praying after he scored or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like you don't don't bring in your own arrogance or negativity into the matter. It doesn't accomplish anything. Yeah, facts. So, Jesse, <laughs> thank you for coming on tonight, man. I appreciate you coming here and talking with me about this stuff. I mean, this is not an easy com- it's not an easy conversation to have. Yeah. People are not gonna always feel comfortable with it. There's always gonna be a lot of negativity behind it, but. You know, we can only wish the best for everybody. Uh, where can the people find you at? What do you want to promote, brother? Well, I definitely want to promote. Uh, hey, how's it going? I definitely want to promote uh, your podcast. Oh, me? PPS. Oh, I'm going whisper it. I'm going PPS. Oh, my God. You're stupid. You don't even know the handles, do you? It's okay. Don't worry. I, I, I'm going to say it. But uh, anything as far as your band, um, are y'all doing any gigs anytime soon or are y'all moving forward with something? So unfortunately, we're not doing any gigs as of right now just because of the whole COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we still find it unsafe. Um, we, I mean, we tried doing a Bible study, like not the band specifically, but 
the group I'm with, we have tried to have hosting Bible study, but I think people ended up having COVID and not knowing and going to Bible study. So it's it's difficult to to try to do things right so right now, and it's still a little early, even with the vaccine coming out. A lot of people having the vaccine. I think we still need to wait and see just to be safe, and not just for us, but like for our family members. You know what I mean? I know we have a lot of family members who are old or like have underlying diseases. And whether you think you'll survive COVID or not, they might not. So uh, just keep that in mind. And um, definitely want to plug the band. So if you have an Instagram, Facebook, look us up, Dear Graceful. Not dear, as in like deer. <laughs> not grapefruit either, because we've been called that. We um, also been called Dear Ungrateful, Dear. <laughs> yep, so many, so many things. But just remember, dear shout out. Yes, yes. But yeah, um, if, if you have any questions or want to have a conversation with me too, like I'm ha I'm down to have a conversation with anybody who wants to talk, you know. Um, if you want to hate me and make fun of me too, hit me up because I enjoy that too. <laughs> it's actually true, guys. Like y'all, y'all think that you're gonna get him upset, but he just kind of just laughs it off. So I like I like drinking the tears. Oh. You like stirring the pot. That's what you like to do. You just like to like stir little things. Like it's true. You're you're, you're such a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> I can't can't help it. You know. Oh, I know. You're like, oh, giddy. Um, <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> All right, guys, and of course, y'all know you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. On Instagram, Puro Pinch Sports Podcast. On Twitter, PPS underscore Podcast. Check us. Check out our other YouTube videos. Check out our past. Uh, podcast, you know, we're going to try to have a one-year reunion coming up about next week. We actually had Jesse on for the first episode of almost Ooh. a year ago, so we'll see how things go, but um, Jesse, you're almost 50 uh, next week. Oh, uh, Lord. Aren't you older <laughs> than I am? I forget. Uh, I, I'm, I'm younger. I'm younger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. Jesse, thank you for coming on. Thank you Just for stir stirring up shit. It's what always. I asked what I want you to do because it's fun that way. <laughs> Guys, we are Budo Pinch Sports and we are out. <laughs>